0: What's up, family? You are tuned into Law & Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. A group of artists are protesting San Francisco-based museum at Yerba Buena Center for the Arts, or YBCA, for censoring their artistic expression opposing the genocide in Palestine, we're joined this morning by Leila Wefer man, artist, writer, and independent curator based in Oakland, California. Good morning, Leila. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Um, and also, and please correct me if I uh, pronounce your name incorrectly, Sholeh Askari, an Iranian born interdisciplinary sound artist. Good morning.
1: That's perfect. Good morning. Th- thank you again for having us.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I want to start all the way at the beginning. Uh, talk about the exhibit that you both were a part of prior to this latest series of events, uh, Leila. We can start with you.
2: Hi. Yes. Uh, we so thirty artists from the Bay Area or Northern California were all invited to participate in the biennial exhibition Bay Area Now. This is the ninth of that of of that biennial exhibition, and the invitation around the exhibition. Uh, according to the curators was about connection and community. And we were all invited to dream big. And many of us are very political artists, just in our own conceptual art practices. And, you know, we each, we each created these incredible exhibition or installations within the museum, um, according to our work and our practices.
0: And then, uh, what happened, Chalet, on February 15th?
1: Sure, so, um, on February 15th, a group of several artists in the exhibition planned and staged a protest that was very intricately planned and organized uh, and very strategic. That was in protest to the experience that a few artists in the exhibition had of uh, censorship of their works that had anything to do with Palestine, as well as the denial of programming for other artists who had proposed as part of their ongoing programming to do something related to that. Um, And I'll add that this exhibition, Bay Area Now 9, it's a a, a triennial. Um, It's not just the art, the artworks that are physically on display, but there's a really robust, uh, really full robust kind of like of programmings and events and performances and talks that happened surrounding it and so to see not a single thing mentioned about Palestine since October in this very sort of like wide programming with so many artists was incredibly concerning and then to later on learn that it was you know we were being silenced or censored so we came together and we staged a protest in the museum several of us altered or um changed or added to or adorned our existing works in the exhibition to really speak to both the institution's complicity through silence and cultural violence, as well as to also continue to speak to the times that we're living in through our
0: artworks. And then YBCA
2: responded to this. Leela, how did they respond? Uh, they responded in an incredibly disheartening open letter, which, um, states that they would be removing our artwork and, you know, the tone of the, the tone of the letter was very defensive and, um, you know, instead of the YBCA team reaching out to all of us to have a collective conversation, um, they immediately sort of set the action forward to uh, remove our altered works. This this uh, incredibly collective uh, decision to stand up and end, um, in solidarity with Palestine and Gaza. So we have not been in any direct dialogue with the YBCA team and we were only as of Saturday given 24 hours to be in, potential dialogue before they were threatening to take down our work, which is apparently happening today, although we are unsure. Um, But their response so far has been um, fairly, fairly um, defensive and not calling for remediation or repair within the community in any way.
0: Um, I'm looking at an open letter that, uh, a love letter to Gaza, an open letter um, calling for the boycott of YBCA um, by y'all, where you very specifically talk about um, this 24-hour turnaround and why it's, A, uh, an unreasonable amount of time, but there's a particular um, piece of art, uh, the Benka. Um, can you talk about this Philippinex uh, exhibition and why it would be problematic for YBCA to just put their hands on it and and take it down?
1: Sure. I, I, I can um, speak to that one. Uh, and kind of to preface it perhaps for some audiences is really that art is such a part of politics and that all places and histories are political. And as well as the location of an exhibition, the way that artists are responded to, taken care of, all of this practice this is all a part of the working practice and um and and so but with a specific issue with the banca is this is a work by Shampoy, who is a filipinox artist and um and uh i would say organizer and many many things and this work is sacred uh it requires the installation and deinstallation of this piece requires ceremony to be transported and it must be done so with consent in presence of the elders who steward its care. This was something that was made very clear with the curators. And I'll mention that I don't think that at this point the curators are the ones that are making these decisions. It appears that all of these decisions and communications are coming straight from the CEO and the board who aren't really who aren't artists and aren't trained as curators or art historians so um the curators were very well aware of what's required of this piece as a ceremonial uh uh, work is a work that is animated that's alive to be brought into the space which it was with a ceremony and consent and presence of elders and it needs this to also be taken away so to remove this piece and touch it without consent of the artists, let alone the elders or the ceremony, it's, um, it's, it's incredibly damaging and, and reinforces the colonial structures of these institutions that many artists and some within institutions are really, really working against to create this as a public, as a wider public space.
0: Right. I, and, well, I mean, I wanted to highlight it because it just, it, it reinforces everything that you all are asserting. Uh, it reinforces the tone and tenor with which they've responded to your action and the fact that they've been silent on the genocide happening in Palestine. Um, Leela, I'm gonna go back to you. There are some demands you all are making of YBCA. Can you walk my listeners through what those demands are?
2: Yes. So we our demands are one, call for an immediate ceasefire and end to the siege on the siege on Palestine. Uh, two, make a public and internal commitment to the Palestinian campaign for the academic and cultural boycott of Israel. Three, stop censoring artists' language work and programming that involves and centers Palestinian liberation. This is a particular point in our demands that all that many of us who were a part of this uh, exhibition have experienced. Number four, address the mistreatment of artists participating in Bay Area Now Nine and implement concrete structural changes to provide better care, support and equal representation in the museum space and programming. Number five, serve the values of your mission and vision as a space that, quote, fosters meaningful connection for all, end quote, and as a space that is civically engaged and, quote, empowers artists, end quote, and the communities they serve. Or otherwise, revise your statements to reflect the exclusion, mistreatment, and censorship of artists by the museum. Six develop a policy of transparency regarding funding sources for artists' work in the museum. Seven, work with key liberation-focused Palestinian and Arab organizations to cultivate a long-term relationship that that centers Palestinian and Arab artists and curators in your exhibitions, programming, and community engagement. And finally, respect and defend the creative autonomy of the artists who show at YBCA. YBCA claims to want to support and uphold its community, which involves deeply political Bay Area citizens, creative thinkers, uh, and cultural organizers. And this this response to our call to stand in solidarity with Palestine, their silence. Is acting in in direct opposition to what they claim to uphold. So these demands, while um, you know, they're very they're very simple to us. They're very simple to us, and we, we really hope that YBCA's board and CEO can really think critically about how their museum structure is is currently working at a disadvantage to the, its community.
0: can you also talk about the solidarity that you all are seeing from YBCA staff? Um, there's an open letter from YBCA employees in support of Palestine and Band Nine artists.
1: Yes, it's it's really quite beautiful. Um, I think that this solidarity, the staff is really reflecting the wider the wider community at large. We are not separate from the communities that we represent in some ways. And the staff is, you know, many of the staff are also artists uh, in in, in outside of working at YBCA. So the, the statement of solidarity that they posted is just incredibly beautifully written and thought out, addresses multiple levels of harm that has been carried out for the last couple of years within the current uh, tenure of, I believe, the CEO and board. And and, And it speaks, I think it really speaks to these various levels and how they're interconnected, how the silencing of community, of artists, of cultural workers, of academics on Palestine is an extension of the colonial project. And, you know, this colonial project isn't just measured in terms of death or physical violence and only genocide, but it's also, carried out through the various uh, subjectivities and the ways that we begin to uh, sort of understand ourselves or see each other's through. And within this, there's also connections too between the treatment of museums, the treatment of staff, exploitation of labor, and also the framework within which one is even seen within, treated within, employed within. Uh, Yeah, I, I I think that, gives a large summary of the, the, the various points within the letter.
0: Yes. And they end it by inviting all artists, culture workers, collaborators, partners, as well as current and former staff who have exhibited, performed, presented, partnered with, or were funded by YBCA to sign on to this letter in solidarity with us as former YBCA 100. I will be signing at the end of the hour when I'm done working here and we will post links to both of the letters, um, in the archives of this show. I want to thank you both so much for your solidarity with Palestine, for your courage, and for coming on the show this morning.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Um, And thank you for giving us a platform to share share our story and have our voices heard. It's really important. Absolutely, we'll continue to follow this as it unfolds.
1: Thank you so much, Kat. I was wondering if I could add
0: one tiny note. Yeah, quickly, because I got to go raise some money so I can keep having a platform Ah, for y'all's voices. let's raise
1: the money. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I just thank you so much for this platform because it's incredibly important because the public statements that YBCA made implies that the artists are anti-Semitic, which further denies and strengthens its complicity in ignoring uh, the current situation, the ongoing genocide. And also, you know, and I want to note that this is one of the most diverse groups of artists in the exhibition, in the Bay Area now, Triennial, And so it really places artists who are Swana FM, Black, queer and brown in a very bad public position and uh, treats the museum as a scene of a crime. So I just wanted to mention that and really thank you uh, for, for all the work that you do as well.
0: Good to be in solidarity with you all. Take care. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive.